the the amount of stuff that I've seen, like, and at this point, I just I've just settled on everybody's fucked up. Like, the public's fucked up in the way we've handled this. State governments fucked up in the way they've handled this. Federal governments fucked up in the way they've like. This is just is literally just a shit show, and it's the movie Earth scene twenty twenty. Like, just this should definitely gonna be a movie like in in about. <laughs> 10 years <laughs> it's gonna be like and it's the year 2020 and shit man i remember when they i remember when this all started and all the, all i heard was like yo someone ate a bat and i was like what and then it's all unraveled ever since then <laughs> like in the, in the words of donald trump it was somebody from china <laughs> hey bro so that's the part i wanted to say to recording um what 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 What's up? What's good? What's good? What's good? Welcome back to the episode of the Real Bithy Podcast. Uh, Tony's off doing his school shit, so Will and I are here to hold it down. Yes, that is Will, a.k.a. Father of the Year. He is, damn, nope. that shit just all fell. Damn, what the fuck? Um, damn, my internet didn't go out, though. That's good. Um, we back, we back, we back. Um, we will get into our Jadica song as normal here in a second, but I just spent the last... Uh, Cause you told me you need like an extra 30 minutes before we started recording. So I was like, all right, I got 30 minutes to kill. So how do you kill 30 minutes in 2020? You watch the presidential debate. <laughs> <laughs> <Have you laughs> you know, it's like, and, and, and just, just so everybody's clear, I've, I've stated this before, but it's like, I don't, I don't care for either candidate. I don't want Trump back in office, but that don't really mean I like Biden. I know where I'm voting, but that don't mean I really like Biden. Um, <laughs> and but that's just that's just where we at right now like eh, my nigga like i don't fuck with you but like i fuck with him less so we this is where we at um man it is just it, it was calling each other who is more racist or who has said worse things the last the the entire 20 minutes of it's like nah i know i said this but did you catch what man said in 98 do you see the new york times in 04 that's because all they they they, they damn there is like they pandering to minorities now at this point. It's uh, it's like it's bad. It's it's so bad. Like, and I have enough confidence that like I'm not gonna say everybody because you know you can't you can't account for everyone, but I feel like the majority of and let's just stay with minorities and specifically like we'll we'll stick with just black people, right? Um. I feel like the majority of rational black people can kind of see, all right, this looks like some shit. This looks like some shit, but you're essentially voting on hope, right? Like I, right, you've seen what this dude did for four years. You see the way he talked, he acted, he handled himself. And you like, bro, my hope is this situation over here will be better. Like you're not really voting on, Oh, like I'm sold. And Biden, you can tell, this shit damn near, it's damn near like you ain't even voting no hope. You voting no like, all right, I already know what the, I already know what this shit about. Let me see what this shit about now. That's <laughs> like, like, cause realistically it ain't like, like, I mean, it's like, as black people, it's like, when do, when the last time, like you felt like this shit was like for us, like period, no matter who won. That's, that's, and, and niggas don't want to hear it, but it's like, if, um, man, I'm gonna get some shit for this, but whatever. It's like, even if you feel like it was for you going into it, 
you almost get like a really quick realization of, oh, this ain't working out the way that I, that I thought it was. Because one of the things that I like about the moderators is the moderators try to call both people out on this shit. They're like, yeah, you saying, oh, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. But when you was a uh, uh, governor over here or when you was, for, in Pence's case, like when you was the VP, like this is how you, this, this is what you said and this is what you actually did. And it's like, we all love Obama as like a, what he represents. But even like, there's parts of Obama's term where it's like, yo, my nigga, what? Like, what happened? Like, I thought we was going to get yeah, but, here. But, that, but that's because like, Obama, I mean, and even with Obama is like, like when you talk about, when you talk about like the whole hope, like, you know, you vote no hope. Mm. That's like Obama, that's what it really was. That's a fact. And I mean, not even so much like hope for like, I mean, I ain't gonna say like, of course people hope for like better economy and shit like that and better shit for, for black people, but more so just to see like somebody, it was more so the hope of like, oh, you know, now you can really tell your kids and shit like, oh yeah, you know, you can be the president one day and shit like that. Mm -hmm. Not even so much of like hope is like, oh yeah, this nigga gonna change some shit for, for me and you or some shit like that. It's more so hope like, uh, like, oh, yeah, you know, we had a black president. You could do that one day if you want to. Like, you know, it, it make it seem, you know, it's hope for, like, the younger generation at the time making certain shit seem more attainable. Nah, absolutely. Um, I, I hope, like, that nigga was, like, doing shit different than the rest of these niggas. No, that's Shout a, out to Obama. That's, hey, man. I fucked like, like, dog. I seen when I, I was in, I was in, like, the, the, the year before he ran for president, I think I was in whatever grade I was in at 07. I had, I had to be like eighth grade or some shit. Nah, you're a sophomore, Obama. That's 08. That's my yeah, first. Yeah, two That's... terms. No, he... Oh, you're talking about the second term? We're talking about the first term. No, the first term. When did, when did... No, yeah, Obama ran. When, when was his first term? 08 to 2012. He was he was president during high school for me. So you would have been a sophomore. No, I, I, no, I'm saying the year before. No, 07. I graduated high school. So I had to be like 06 or 07 because oh. I graduated... I graduated eighth grade in 07, and I went to high school, so that was, like, the end of 07 when I started, you know. Yeah. Are you class of 2010? Are you cl no, you class 2011. 2011, yeah, yeah. 2011, okay, okay, okay. So 07. Like yeah, yeah, so I'm saying, like, the year before, so probably, oh, like, 06, 07, when he was still senator or whatever. <coughs> uh, they took us on, like, a field trip to go see some Senate bullshit, and I let dog shake my hand. So, shout out to Obama. Hey, there you go. Hey, that's a stat. Yeah, man. He got, he got to shake my hand. <laughs> <laughs> he still tell people about that to this day. <laughs> hey man, Will ain't ever lost his self confidence. Is strong. Man, my man said I ain't gonna ever wash this hand again. <laughs> That's how COVID started. Uh <laughs> <laughs> oh man, niggas will really be sick if they found out Obama started COVID. Hey bro, oh, <laughs> oh, it'll be over. It'll be over. Um, it is, uh, but it, it's like, uh, even with like, you know, we don't, we don't really talk politics and shit like that anyway, but mm -hmm. it is like always funny to me. It's like, I mean, aside from niggas not really fucking with Trump, I, I do be wondering like, why all black folks feel like they're supposed to be Democrats. It's um, like, like, like I said, aside from not fucking with Trump. So like, you know, oh, yeah. niggas don't fuck with Trump. So it is what it is. It's like, but I'm like, really, you don't even have to, you don't even have to label yourself as either or you could like. You can be Every election, you go into it and just say, all right, whoever I feel like is talking the shit I like the most. And that's all, and that's really all it is. Like, why the fuck, like, because I can only imagine, like, how many, how many black people probably ain't, you know, ain't, ain't keeping up with no type of 
debates or no type of policies each of these motherfuckers is talking about, but they already know who they're going to vote for. It's <laughs> no, that's a fact. So for me, it's very much. I think it works on both sides. Um, here we go. Something I'm qualified to talk about. There's too many. There's too many white. Black. Black. Like most politicians is white, and I definitely don't trust them motherfuckers. No, and that's and that's fair. Um, so the the problem with right now with like um, when and I used to, I used I had about a two year stretch in my life where I was discussing politics like crazy, and this was in 2015, 2016, right? Um. <laughs> And I learned quickly after that, I was like, I don't ever want to do this shit again because I feel like I spent two years arguing and not a single nigga's mind was changed. Like, we had arguments, but, like, if you went into that argument thinking one way, even if you might have said, yo, I agree with that, but, like, niggas wouldn't change their mind. So I was like, fuck this. I'm not here to argue with people I think will never change their mind. Um, but the problem with uh, one, one conversation I had with my best friends, uh, Chris, is – Politics being being in a bipartisan system, so having Republicans and Democrats, and technically we have independents, but it's it's a to actually being independent America is a shit show as far as a politician. Um, it makes it almost turn well, into yeah, sports. Yeah, I mean, you damn, I gotta pick. Yeah, because you gotta pick a side. Like, yeah, if you if you plan on running as independent, it's like it's almost like you basically just say, okay, well, which side do I feel like I had a better chance at, like, you know, winning on? Absolutely. <laughs> And so it's like one thing if it's like <clears throat> if it's if it's Broncos and Chargers on Sunday and like my homie's a Charger fan, like we hate each other for three hours, like it's cool because it's a fucking football game and it really don't mean that much. When it's the basis of your country and how it's supposed to be ran, that shouldn't feel like a sports event. That shouldn't feel like, yo, this team's gonna win, we out here, we gotta like niggas literally I was driving last week, um, we did a bunch of uh the convalescent homes for cleaning. And so they're later night jobs. And so many times, probably like seven, eight times, you see niggas at the corner. One dude got on, um, they sent y'all out on the same shit. But one's got on like a Make America Great Again, all like the red shit, um, flared up as fuck. And then the dude next to him would be like, yo, arrest Trump, vote Biden, all this shit. And I'm like, bro, like, that's what politics feels like. I'm like, y'all niggas have probably never talked to each other. And you stand on the same fucking corner talking about <clears throat> my side's right, this side's right. Um, but it's cultural too. Because if you grew up in a house, like if your parents, if your parents say something and they're like, yo, we Republicans or yo, we Democrats, as a child, you're naturally inclined to kind of go down that same path. And when you, yeah, some people start making their own opinions once they become adults, but a lot of people probably just aren't going to differ because it's such a controversial or like a heated topic. They're probably not going to differ from what their whole family is or what their parents are kind of deal. So that to answer why a lot of black people feel like they're Democrats or why a lot of white people end up Republicans. That's probably just because their whole family's like that. Yeah, no, for sure. And it's just like, it's one of those things. It's like, it's like too, I don't like, you know, I, I know everybody feel like, you know, I, most people feel like Trump is racist. Yeah, which I mean, I think Biden racist too. <laughs> no, that's <laughs> like, a fact. So, so I, mean, I mean, like I said, it's like I ain't telling niggas to vote one way or another, but it's like you can't like, like, I mean, at the end of the day, you got keep it a hundred about both of these niggas. Like they both suck. They both <laughs> racist. They both. I mean, but it, but it's, it's damn near like that every time. Like I said, most motherfuckers was, was riding with Obama because he was black. It ain't like like I mean, a lot of motherfuckers ain't feel like he was just like that much better than fucking. McCain, the next nigga, but it was just like, oh, and you know, he 
He talking. He talking like you know. He talking a good game, and he black. Yeah, it's <laughs> so. It's just, but so it's like all right, you know. Uh, and I mean, most of I mean, you figure most of Obama's presidency and shit. Like I was a kid, you know, we was kids and shit. So it's mm. like it wasn't. As far as me really speaking on what I feel like he changed or didn't change, I can't really speak on because I wasn't. And I was working at McDonald's when he was president and shit. I ain't, you know, I wasn't. So it is what it is. But I'm like, all these niggas ass. That's a fact. Like, so it's like, yeah, I can't be like, if like I could, if I knew, so like, so if I if I was to know somebody who said like, they was voting for Trump and they had their reasons for voting for Trump, like, I don't think it'd be like, oh no, I can't fuck with this nigga and no shit like that just because that's who he's voting for. It's like. Yeah, this other nigga ain't that much better either. I just know I don't fuck with you know if I don't fuck yeah. with Trump, then it's like because it's like I don't I don't I, I also don't feel like everybody that decide they want to vote for Trump, I don't think that make them automatically racist because they want to vote for Trump. I agree. And Trump is talking some good shit that they want to you know that they like and they agree with. Mm. But you know, now that's the the <laughs> I always tell people and like. I think you and I are actually pretty good no, examples I, I, of this. I, well, hold, hold on, yeah, my bad. But I do think I think it's a difference <clears> between like somebody like just voting, you know, agreeing with some of the shit that Trump is saying and deciding to vote for Trump, and everybody running around MAGA, MAGA, MAGA. Like those, oh, yeah, are, like, yeah, two yeah, different, yeah, yeah. those no. are two different people. So it's like <clears throat> I, I don't, I don't want to say it as if like, oh, you know, like you got you got these Trump stands and these MAGA motherfuckers. They, you know, those are the ones that get they should be there. Mm-hmm. Like you got like the, you got like the just regular motherfuckers like like me and you or something that's just like I right, who who talking about what I like you know who who giving me more of what I want to hear because that's really all it is whether or not either either of these niggas follow through it ain't really you know yeah. it, it might not be like it might not be likely that they follow through but it's just like one of them things like who who's selling it to you the best no nah, absolutely who gonna sell you garbage who who gonna sell garbage the best. It's, yeah. Um, I always tell people in like the simplest way that I do it once I got through, like I said, my two year stretch of arguing politics with people. Um, and like, I'm an independent. I really like, I don't, I care more about certain policies than I will ever care about a figurehead again. Like to me, voting for like a person is irrelevant. I just, to, to what you said is like, there's policies or certain things I'd like to see in place. Um, <laughs> Although we'll get to a, I'll say this, then we'll get to your boy. Um, <laughs> Who was my boy? At 50. Shout out to my boy. Um, I always tell people, and I think you and I are a good example of this, is there's a lot of stuff, regardless of who's the president, regardless of who's your governor, regardless who's your, whoever your elected officials are, like pay attention. But the most important thing to do is like worry about you and your immediate circle first. And like, you can get shit done. You can provide for yourself, help provide for your family. Like you could still make a good life. And just cause some nigga you don't fuck with is president or something you don't fuck with is uh, the governor or the mayor or whatever. Like they're not the ones controlling your life to that degree. So it shouldn't be an inherent excuse for someone where it's like, yo, this dude, the president, I don't fuck with him. So this is why, nigga, I'm going to go work 10 hours a week at 7-Eleven and wonder why the fuck this don't work. Like, you can take control of your own life to a really good degree. Um, to a degree, but then, like, I mean, it's like if we going into the 50s shit anyway, it's like one of those things to where 
I mean, uh, <laughs> if, a nigga, if a nigga talking about taxing me 60%, I don't know if I'm fucking with dog either. I ain't gonna lie to you. <laughs> I, have, I have always said so, and, like, and, that, and that's what I see, but that's, see, but like, that's the perfect example of like, like niggas like, like, I, right, you know, we know 50 ain't like about no MAGA shit or nothing like that, mm-hmm. but it's like, all right, if, if this, if Biden is trying to implement some shit that's like gonna f- fuck me over, and and I'm like, it's just because it's just like everybody that's voting for Biden. Trump is obviously doing some shit that you don't agree with. So if Biden is doing some shit that he don't agree with, he don't have a he don't have a right to voice that because he's mm-hmm. black and he automatically supposed to vote for Biden because Biden was in the backseat of the whip of Obama or some shit. <laughs> and uh, I, I and I've always said when it comes to taxes, like, and I don't really like get into the because I I don't know the actual tax laws well enough for to like well no and me either, that's why I'm like even with what 50 said I don't know how true that shit is or any like as far as I'm actually whether or not Biden even actually said that shit I don't know yeah and I'm like if a nigga t- like if a nigga tell me that I might be I might be the same <laughs> shit like 60% money over half of, like what I made that's that that's always I was like <laughs> tax me up to 49 dog just don't tell me because I've like Gosh, I'm gonna piss off some people. But fuck it. Like, I don't care how much like, like, and I and I have liberal policies. I believe in wholeheartedly. But bro, if I go to work and I make and like I earn whatever I earn, and then the niggas gonna turn around and tell me, nah, bro, you owe actually over half of that or half of that shit go to somebody else. Like, my nigga, I don't get to keep half of what I just worked my ass off for. Like, excuse me. Tax you up to forty nine up to forty nine percent. I'm not gonna argue with, especially like if you're making that kind of money. Cool, take up to forty. Just don't take fifty. Don't take fifty from me, bro. Don't take fifty from me. Niggas is why you have, you have been up busting your ass and they say give me half. Like, just don't take half, bro. Up to forty nine. Up to forty nine. Hey man, this Ain't is a lot because I mean I don't, I don't know what he I, I don't know if he said. Uh, I don't know if it was like an um, income amount where he was saying he was, I think, what was it, people over a certain income or whatever, they'll get taxed up to. You got to be like over 200K, I think, over 100, 150, 200K. And I mean, it's like as a nigga that plan on making over 200K in my lifetime, you know, at some point in the near future, it's like, uh, it's like, uh, like not saying that I, I'm going to reach that goal, but it's definitely in my plans. It's like, damn, do I vote for a nigga that's telling me, yeah, you got you to come up off of 60% of that? And, and so in so California and New York are like the two like great blue states, right? Like they are um, on the very hard left of the spectrum politically. And California is not far behind if they don't match that tax rate, right? And so my girl and I looked at that and it was like the first time, and, and these is all jokes, don't nobody get out of me. Uh, but we looked at each other, we was like, hey man, if we just like move to TJ, like, we can still come up and work over here and then just go down. Like, we'd be great. <laughs> oh, it was, yeah, no, 60% is a lot, man. Like, and you almost hate to tell someone because, like, it comes off, like, as stingy or, like, too Republican. But it's like, nigga, t- to some, to a degree, like, that is my money. Like, if you're going to tell me, especially, and, and mind you, what they tax the niggas now is too much. Like, th- I'd like I don't even know that I, I like I like I so, can't even tell you the exact tax percentage of shit right now, but I know it's too much. That, 
So the problem with, and this I do know, even if I can't give you the exact numbers, the problem with like the taxation laws, it's supposed to get like the extremely wealthy, right? It's but but like n- niggas like Bezos and and Zuckerberg and like niggas who really got money, money. B- my grandfather put it once. He's like, billionaires pay millionaires to not get taxed like them. And you ne- with with all the taxes they want to throw out there, they will pay someone a million dollars to just find every loophole, every way out, like you're not really getting to those people's wealth. You're just kind of hitting the tears down because someone like you or I, like without displaying income is like, whether we make good money or not, we don't make enough money. We could pay a nigga, you know, six figures to be like, yo, get me out of this tax shit. Right. So it's like, there's, man, there's a lot with, um, but pay your taxes. Don't, I, don't by any means they be telling you out here, don't pay your taxes. Cause the IRS don't play games. <laughs> <Tell> <laughs> <you>. <laughs> We might disagree with some of the taxes, but if they send you the bill, you better, you better put. Uh, next time you get paid, put that check in the mail. Shout out the dog, them at the IRS, man. <laughs> now fuck them. Uh, <laughs> hey man, this is the real Bitty podcast. You know what it is. You gotta have five to get on. Let's start this. Oh fuck. Make amends. That's off Ti new album, which I fuck with. That's Ti, uh, Jada Kiss, and Benny. Um, Jada Kiss did nothing that whole that whole sixteen, but talk about he was gonna kill niggas, and it was still fire. Like he just repeated like line after line, like I could kill you this way, I could kill you this way, you gonna end up here or there, like always fire though. <laughs> like USO on which way we take this. Um, so we obviously we've been gone for a couple weeks, had some stuff going on, but we back. Uh, Tony will be back with us at some point in the future. He working on school shit. Uh, we support him doing that. So he's not here right now, but he always part, he always part of the plan. So shout out to Tony. Uh, so we got some stuff to catch up on, though. Um, how, how much how much you lose Ben on the Miami Heat, bro? Nothing. <laughs> hey. I was, I had, it was a lot. It was a lot of people looking for me just to just to talk shit to me. <laughs> Uh, um, so, in case in case you ain't been listening, Will's been on. Will been on the Heat, legitimately probably, really since Jimmy got there. Since the season started, we going season started. I want to say like not even. Well, I like I, I I I felt like it was a good move, but I think I felt like, and and it's funny because he didn't really do shit. But I felt like like when they got Iguodala is when I had them going to the finals. And he didn't really mm-hmm. do shit like since he'd been with the Heat. That's a fact. <laughs> but like once he once they got in with Dollar, I'm like, I, you know, I just felt like, you know, his his IQ and playmaking and stuff like that. I felt like he was gonna make a big difference for them in the East. That trade was pivotal though, because Jay Crowder was part of that trade, and Jay Crowder played like a huge part in that team. Yeah, so I mean, that's 
So, yeah, so, I mean, as soon as they get, like I said, when, when Jimmy got there, you know, I felt like it was a good move, but I didn't I didn't have them, like, just winning the East at that point. But, like, once once the Iguodala trade happened, I was like, oh, no, I got them coming out the East. Yeah. yeah. And I know also it changed because, um, to be fair, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, the matchup played a huge part in it when we did our brackets originally. Um you had the Heat beating the Bucks, and this was back before the first round was even over. Right. Um, so you had and the think, Heat beating the Bucks, but you had them losing to the Celtics. Right. And it was like, because I had, it was almost like, it was, it was funny because it was like, I had them losing to the Celtics, but I didn't really feel like they were going to lose to the Celtics. It was, it was like, it was a, it was, t- it was a tough spot for me to be in because I, like, I kept saying, I felt like the Celtics were coming out of the East, but <laughs> like by the time the season started, I felt like my answer. So I was like, all right, I just kind of got to stick to what I said. Yeah. So, I mean, but it was like, I felt like the Heat could beat the Celtics, but I thought the Celtics would have, I felt like the Celtics had more talent. Yeah, no, that's, um, the, that's, but that's Kimber a Walker also didn't kind of play like Kimber Walker. Yeah, Kimber I mean, played like some ass. Was, I know they said he was battling, battling injuries or whatever, but. Everybody underperforming, battling injuries. Yeah, like you, like you, you and like you and Tony said, it, it wouldn't matter who that point guard was. They'd be in the same spot with Terry, with I, Kyrie, and uh, technically, Terry's gotten the farthest because, t- as far as Terry Rozier concerned, if LeBron James not in the East, Terry Rozier going to the finals. <laughs> now he losing to the same team LeBron lost to, but you know, he'd have made it to the finals. <laughs> Hey, go, no. See, that's what um, – I think the one thing, like – and I didn't need, like, any more LeBron vindication. I think LeBron's already in, like, a – I'm one of those people. He's not really moving on my list personally. Like, I got him, Kobe, and Jordan kind of all in that same class. And at this point, it's it's cool to see him still play, like, as great as he is. But, like, I'm not one of these people that's like, yo, he got a fourth title, now he this. Or, oh, he get two more titles, he catching. Like, no, LeBron's great. We already know how great he is. But there is two things I think got confirmed. Um, a, it's really hard to beat LeBron James. And if you needed something to vindicate, like, why this nigga is different, is Jimmy Butler game five to game six. Like, Jimmy Butler was literally LeBron in game five. Like, 40 point, uh, I believe it was a triple-double, if not just shy. Um, like, went crazy. Went fuck it. Like, it was like, oh, shit, that's the kind of performance you need from your star player. Played 47 minutes. And that nigga's legs were gone. <laughs> like, g- g- and I love Jimmy. And it's like, we didn't watch Brian do this for like series, like <laughs> series at a time. And it was like, oh yeah, this nigga's just built different. Cause like. No, it's going to be, it's going to be interesting. Like after LeBron retire and he like give niggas like the backstory on like, just like, like in depth as far as like everything. Like when he get in depth is like, far as his like, his training regimen, his recovery regimen, his eating regimen, because it's like mm-hmm. just like the the durability is like crazy. Same. Like, yeah, no, it was the the yeah the, the durability is is crazy. It's like, yeah, man. It it also showed to that uh, earlier the comment I just made, like, bro, do you know how bad those finals would have been for four years if LeBron wasn't in it? Like, fuck the rest of the niggas that made it with the Cavs. Like, how – like, Golden State might, like, four-peat on four sweeps if they playing teams that don't got LeBron James on them. 
because like this series felt um at least for me watching it like Miami never felt like the better team um even the games they won it was like damn like like no, they, they, were, they were like fighting they were like fighting for those wins like it's like when the Lakers won it was comfortable when the, when the Heat won it was like close down to the wire yeah and like watching that like even watching um the series of Cleveland and Golden State, yeah, if you just match up the rosters and you look back on it, because this is why I always say, like, I don't think Andrew Bynum was a star, even though Tony fights me on this. Niggas thought Tristan Thompson was a good player at the time heading into some of these finals. But if you look back at those rosters at all-time look, you like, bro, Tristan Thompson was your second-best player? Oh, you had Kyle. Like, the graphic was LeBron, Tristan Thompson, and Kyle Korver. And it's like, oh, Oh, that's what you're up against? I like Tristan Thompson told y'all last year. He said, we the, def- we the defenders of conference champions. Man, <laughs> look. Not lying. Man, look. Um, actually, I'm blurring out. Um, so it's like those teams look bad in context. But in real time, like, those series were um, – that'll focus you in a second. Those series didn't feel as mismatched as this series felt. Like, I don't I – don't, even though you knew Golden State was going to win and Golden State was blowing them out in games, because they had LeBron, you always are kind of like, oh, yeah, no, look, they, they got a chance. Cleveland, like, LeBron. You felt like, you felt like they had a chance, but it was like, I don't think, I don't think that was, like, the, the two that they won with Kevin Durant, that shit wasn't, I don't feel like that shit was, like, close at all. I think it just felt, it felt a lot closer because LeBron's numbers were, like, crazy consistently. But, yeah. like, the games itself, like, <laughs> the games itself, not really. <laughs> yeah, it's – I think, well, you know, but it's just like when you got a player like LeBron, you always feel like, you know, you always, you always feel like you got a chance. No, that's the thing. It's like – um, but that's when you think of, like, the second-place team. It's like if the Celtics get in there in 2017 – Celtics get – Yeah. If the Celtics get in there in 2017 – there we go. If the Celtics get in there in 2017, they get swept by Golden State. If who who they beat in 2016, um, who was what was the Eastern Conference Finals? Toronto. Yeah, probably. Um, Toronto getting smoked. If like every year LeBron made it is like as as that even as that series felt like in real time or even holds up, it's like bro, Golden State is sweeping the second best team in the East, like without a doubt in my mind. And the reason is like the reason is like I don't even entertain like I don't even well number one I don't, I don't I don't feel like I get into LeBron debates but it's like I don't I don't entertain people like disrespecting LeBron because I'm like I'm like LeBron can literally go to the worst team in the NBA right now <laughs> and, and they're a playoff and, team and, and they're content they're a title contender not just a playoff team yeah they're type they're a title contender just like. Who do, what's the who had the worst record this past year? All right, so that's a little unfair because I I think it was the Hawks and LeBron would spaz on the Hawks. <laughs> like, so, I mean, but, like, but when like, you talk, you're talking about a, a talking about John Collins, like John Collins. And, oh, he'd be an All Star. He'd be an All Star with LeBron. Like about um, what's what's my guy? What's the point guard name? Uh, Trey Young. Trey Young. Yeah, Trey Young would go so, crazy. Like, like, and then who? The, so who the who the second worst team in the NBA? That's what I'm about to look up right now. Like, like, oh, see, well, well, that's all right. So I agree with your point. This is actually I'm I'm realizing this in real time. This is kind of hilarious because I think the second worst team was, was the Warriors. 
LeBron goes to the Warriors right now with once they record seven, 75 and 7. Hey, niggas might go 81 and 1. Hey, bro, they can rotate off days. Like, hey, yo, Steph, you want to chill tonight? All right, I got you. Like, niggas would still. Oh. Yeah, so it's like, like LeBron can literally go to the he, whoever, whatever team you feel like, even aside from the standards alone, because injuries and shit, whatever team you look like, look at and feel like, oh, that's the worst team in the in the league. He can go to he can go to the Hornets, Bruh. So the so the Warriors had the worst record. The Warriors only won 15 games, okay. um, which also to everybody that's not giving Steph his credit, like I ain't hear one nigga all year talk about. Because LeBron always gets this where it's like, the, oh, he leaves the team and see what happens. My nigga, Steph was gone and they broke. Like, and I understand it's more than just Steph, but, like, gosh, damn. Yeah, <laughs> like, they, niggas only won, they only won 15 games. I feel like LeBron – I feel like <laughs> teams on LeBron level won more than that. They might have won 17, 18 games. Um, then the next worst record is, funny enough, the Cavs and the Timberwolves. They both won 19 games. Bro, the Timberwolves – LeBron go to the Timberwolves. Where are they going? Finals. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, bro, that's a gap. Damn. What the fuck? Then the Hawks and Pistons were the next worst records at 20. 20 to the Pistons. They're going straight to the finals. <laughs> bro. D. Rose and, uh, and Blake Griffin. Fam, I hate the Eastern Conference. I swear I do. <laughs> I hate the Eastern Conference. The, the Magic were the eight seed. They won 33 games. Bro. Yikes. Bro, the oh, Pelicans, man, the, Pelic- the Pelicans weren't even close to the playoffs, niggas. We won thirty games. Who played? Who played for the Magic? Like who, Aaron who, Gordon. Who, I know Aaron Gordon, Nick Vucevic. Good luck after that. I it wasn't that Jonathan Isaac. Yeah, fuck that nigga. Um, <laughs> <laughs> who the fuck is they point guard? I love talking about that. I can't Ray separate Austin. church and the flag. Nigga said Ray Frost. <laughs> 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 hey, nigga said Skip still play there. He like Skip still good. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, I right, what to that's this. Here we go, real quick. What? How, let's see what. How far are these teams going with LeBron added to them? So we're going to start at the Eastern Conference, the bottom. The Cavs, where the Cavs going with LeBron? Where, they, where he been taking them? Finals. <laughs> where the Hawks going with? Hey, LeBron on the Hawks would be crazy. The finals. Uh, LeBron on the Pistons. Finals. That's what him Blake. D Rose, oh yeah, yeah. Hey, you talking about? You ain't talking about the D Rose that they had over in Cleveland. D Rose back, he back to like, I ain't gonna say he back to the old D Rose, but he had twenty point per game score. He back to all star level. He, he yeah, he'll sure. never be the MVP again, and that's fine. But like the fact, as long as if, if he on a winning team, he an all star. Yeah, um, the Knicks. That might be the only one. I'm not. I, I don't know. Bron the saving Knicks, the Knicks. He might not be able to pull that one off. He might not be able to pull. That one off. <laughs> Because who they got? They got R.J. Barrett and who? That's a good question. Julius Randle. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no. The Knicks might be the one team. (laughs) I mean, what you expect? They're the Knicks. (laughs) Uh, The Knicks is the one. The Knicks is probably the only team LeBron can't take to the finals right now if he went over there. Like by himself. Brown on the Bulls. And they might be fighting for AC. Damn. No, it'll be, tough. it'll be no, no boy. It'll be tough for LeBron. Like that might be that might be like LeBron's biggest accomplishment if he get like the if he was to manage to get if he not to an AC but like if he is to get them like a top seed like somewhere in the top six, top five or six. 
Hey, Melo did it. Bro, do you know how different the Knicks I mean, are? Like, Melo, Melo different, though. That's the fact. What, I, so they kept comparing, like, the Lakers at the start of each decade and how they've done. I looked at the Knicks, the start of 2010. The Knicks was – that was the place to be in 2010. And now 2020, it's like, bro, you feel sorry for niggas that get drafted there. And I fuck with R.J. Barrett. I wanted R.J. Barrett. That was when the Pelicans had the chance for the two top three picks. I was like, fuck yeah, bring Zion and R.J. Yeah. <laughs> And niggas in New York was like, nah, we're going to stop that. It's like, hey, poor RJ, man. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, nah. The Knicks, that'll be, be a tough one. I don't know. The Bull, LeBron on the Bulls? Finals. LeBron on the Hornets? Yeah, LeBron might miss the playoffs just to piss Mike off. <laughs> no <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> Nigga might say, fuck y'all. <laughs> Think you get another. I don't, know, I, don't know if they, I don't know if they go to the finals. And even with the Bulls, like, the Bulls, I think they, I think he can make it to the finals with the Bulls. The Bulls got like some, some decent young pieces. Like I ain't gonna say like that might might not be a guaranteed finals trap, but mm-hmm. LeBron could pull that off. Uh, LeBron on the Wizards would be crazy. LeBron on the West finals, Fi- absolutely. <laughs> I can't wait. That is the so Steph is like Steph and Clay. You could like tie one A one B is like I'm most excited to come back. I am hyped as fuck for John Wall to be back. Cause niggas dead ass like looked at John Wall just because he got hurt. Like, oh, this nigga can't play no more. Like, John Wall was the only, and this is the old head part of me. John Wall is the only 2010 point guard, like legitimately in the league still. Like a nigga that gets you 20 points, 10 assists, and really run an offense like a point guard. Like John, John, my boy, gang banging. <laughs> Facts. Gang banging John Wall. Imagine if they had John Wall in the mer- – see, then Bron's legacy looked different. If John Wall was on the old Wizards team when they was going back and forth, oh, him and Sean <laughs> Stevenson in the fourth, it's over. <laughs> hey. <laughs> um, damn, the Wizards were a nine seed, too. That's right, the Wizards went to the bubble. Yeah, they, they were all – yeah, they were almost – Bradley Bill almost made it happen. Hey, shout, shout out to Bradley Bill, man. I want to see where he end up. Somebody going somebody gonna, somebody gonna to trade a lot for him. They saying right now the speculation is, um, and this should be crazy. Really, that's one of those spots I've been here. I've been uh, Bradley Beal might go for the number two pick, which is Golden State. That'd be that'd be interesting to see too. I do feel like that because you talking about Steph at the one, Beal at the two, Clay at the Clay three. three. Well, because that's Three-mine. what we thought last year with D'Angelo Russell, because we all were like, "Yo, obviously Russell's not KD." But the way they play, like, Russell would be a great third score. If Bradley Beal's your third, nigga. And I'm not even sure he's the third. He might be. I was going to say, he would be the second, I think. He might be two over Clay. Yeah, I mean, I think he'll have to be just because he can create his own. That, that I mean, too. not saying that Clay came, but that ain't that ain't his strong point in this. And, mm. you know, and a lot of times Clay is guarding the best perimeter player on the other team, too. So it's like, you know, now you, you turn, like, I mean, Clay doing, I mean, Clay could do what he's been doing, like, I mean, Clay, Clay averaged 20 a game with KD there. So, I mean, it don't matter whether he brought it two or three. That's a fact. Um, the Magic. I don't know if LeBron taking the Magic to the finals. I can't, nah. even name, I can't even name two other niggas on the Magic. So, if I'm tied with, like, number of Knicks players that I know and the number of players. He can't, he can't take it. He can't, the way that the teams are set up in 2020, he can't take He can't take them. To, like, if this was maybe five years ago before, like, it was so many – you know, like super superstar teams or whatever, superstar combinations of players and shit. Not even five years ago. That was 2015, so maybe like, you know, seven, eight years ago. But 
It'll be tough right now without him having a second start. The Nets, yo. Although that would be funny only because if, if Le, LeBron in 2020. Kyrie getting traded. This is, this is a wild statement. Le, LeBron in 2020 might be the third most talented player on that team. But that team need a leader so damn bad. Like, he would almost be perfect and terrible at the same time. Kyrie getting traded. KD might shoot over Braun. Like, just have flashback shooting over his own teammate. <laughs> uh, the LeBron going to set a screen. <laughs> step right in front of him. <laughs> like, nigga, remember this? Uh, who was it? The Sixers? That was a, supposedly supposed to be one of the teams she was supposed to go to two years ago. I think, I guess, I mean, I know we're talking about the Brian Chanel, but like to the Bradley Bill shit, I think that might be like the best fit for him. Do you think they keep Simmons and Embiid if they get Bill? That's the only, that's the only way. I, I mean, well, I think him and, I think him and either one of those two would be a good fit. I agree. Like whichever one, you whichever one, you know, they chose to, to keep or trade. Which and if I'm the Sixers, it's like me personally, I would keep Embiid, but I, I feel like for health reasons they would keep Simmons. I feel like Simmons is is a little is, is usually a little bit more healthy than Embiid. I would keep Simmons only because I think I lose the immediate. Um, I think I lose the immediate trade because Embiid, I think for the next two years for sure is, is a better player than Simmons. Um, <clears throat> Wall and Embiid would be crazy. Yeah. <laughs> But like if I get if I get Simmons and <clears throat> excuse me if I get Simmons and some shooters I, I I'm with Tony on that where I like I think that is where he would thrive especially because I think he could play big minutes because like Simmons doesn't look like he has a lot of like not that he's lazy but he he doesn't feel like he expends a lot of energy like the niggas yeah, yeah, tan yeah. he really don't run he doesn't really run up and down the court like other guys like he's really running from free throw line to free throw line if you think about it. Yeah, I think it's a. I think it's a. Uh, I think that'll be a good fit. Him and Philly with either one of those two. Mm-hmm. Uh, him and Milwaukee, I think that'll be a good fit. Because now you give. Now you give. I feel like Bradley Bill is a legit number two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, man, my 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 opinion of Giannis has changed a lot the last month. And it's not even, like, for no shit, for, like, how he played – him playing bad or not – like, none of these niggas play terrible. They just don't play up to the standard they've set for themselves. So, when you're a nigga who is averaging 30 and 13 in the regular season, like, if you averaged 25 and 10, like, yeah, you technically under your season averages, but I'm not going to say you played bad. But it's just kind of the way he, like yeah, – how would you put it? He – the way he kind of went about it while he wasn't playing great, I really didn't fuck with personally, especially the way he promotes himself. Like, he came out at the beginning of the season. He said, I'm not friends with none of you niggas. I'm trying to dunk on all of you. Fuck you. I don't need to do that super team shit. Go to L.A., New York, blah, blah, blah. And then you got around like the other super teams, and you just kind of looked like like you wasn't – if you're going to say some shit like that, you got you to gotta at least act like you back it up. And yeah, that's that's why it's like I'm a fan. I, I do like Giannis. Like I know we always kind of had like these debates about about Giannis. I like Giannis, but I feel like for me, it's like he just is. It's almost like as as great as he is. It's almost like 
I'm, like it, it feel like something is missing and not even so much from his game. Like, I mean, you know, of course, you know, it's always room for improvement on the game, but it's just like, I felt like something was missing for like, for me to ever feel like I, it ain't ever been a point where I felt like there's the best team in the East, even with the best record in the East. It ain't, you know, Mm-hmm. And I mean every, I mean every time we talk and come finals time, it's like everybody's like, "Oh yeah, Milwaukee going to the finals," and I'm just like, "Yeah, okay." <laughs> it's just something. It's just something about. It's almost like it's just not. It's not all there for me. And yeah. I just don't. You know, it's like you don't really know what it is. Because it's like just like most niggas looked at me like I was crazy when I was like, "Yeah, I got I got Miami beating Milwaukee." I definitely did. Because they like, what the, what the fuck they gonna do with Giannis? I'm like. <laughs> Okay, it's. I think. Um, but it's just, yeah, I think I, my bad, Joe. But I, I just think it's like I think it's just something like something. It's something missing. It's hard to pinpoint it. And like I said, it ain't like his game because it's just like you know everybody always got room to work on with their game. So it ain't like oh you know he ain't got a jump shot that's gonna he could get a jump shot and and I I think I would still feel like so like I don't know man. <laughs> no, I said it's like, it might be a presence thing too though like. Like yeah, he got he got like a a presence, but I just feel like it's, it's I feel like it's different. I don't know. <laughs> and we also and like this is just kind of the the media definitely does this, but even like just as fans, um, <clears throat> we definitely crown niggas too fast. Like people always bring up when they do these debates, like oh well, Mike didn't win to Scotty or LeBron didn't win to it. Like that's literally every nigga who's ever played basketball at that high of a level. Like. Steph was drafted in 09, didn't win a title until 2015. Like, they took him. You got to realize, like, niggas don't come in winning. That's a fact. Like, Unless you're magic. That, I, w- I was going to say, <laughs> you take out outside of, you take out the Laker greats, which is, like, Kobe won in his third year because Shaq was there. Like, that first title, yeah, that's a Shaq title. Um, that I, I always argue with niggas over the other two. Magic won because – Outside of, yes, the finals run was dope because he did it without Kareem, but they got to the finals because this nigga had Kareem Abdul-Jabbar on his team. Um, same thing, James. When did, like, when, did, uh, when did Duncan win his first one? Because you figured when he In 99, in, and that's because yeah, right he had Yeah, he had David Robinson because he was injured and they would hit the lottery and all of that mm-hmm. shit. So it's like, you, you know, you – I mean, you get yeah. So it's like you got you got those one-off situations. Well, I guess it can't be one-off situations because we just named a couple. But you got those special type of circumstances that don't happen all the time. Everybody ain't gonna win. Everybody can't win as soon as they come in. But it's like like you said, we crown. You know, a lot of people get crowned too quick. Like you know, you as soon as as soon as a player come in, you want to crown. You know, everybody want to crown them the the face of the NBA or like the mm-hmm. they be they be anxious to to say um, this person is past LeBron now or that person is past LeBron now. It's crazy. Yeah. And it's like, I'm a big Anthony Davis fan. Bro, this is Anthony Davis, eighth year in the league. And that don't mean – and Anthony Davis has been legitimately great since halfway through his rookie season. Like, he was – and I hated the way they did it. And Dell Demps, I still think, fucked it up. But Davis was so good as a rookie that niggas said, oh, we have to change the franchise. Because the Hornets started acting like they was a title contender and started making trades, giving away draft picks. Like, they said, fuck this process shit. We got – They want to win now. They think, they think that they in position to win now. Yeah. And it's like 
And no, and some of these niggas, as a as a one off or as an individual, like they are great. LeBron was great the day he walked in the NBA. Anthony Davis was great the day he walked in the NBA. But to win at that level, it's it's just different. And like until you're there, it's like until you're there, you're in that situation. Sometimes like like we draw we we clown him now because he's a terrible analyst. But like LeBron might needed have needed Paul Pierce to game him and hit him for forty. Like that let him know is like I right, bet that's what you got to do at this stage. I got you. And I think I think too. I guess kind of tying into the Anthony Davis thing is like you can you can have a like just because you have a great player like a player can be great, but that don't mean that they you know a team can be built around that player and win a title. That's that's also true. Everybody isn't. Everybody ain't that type of player. So it's like you know, like an Anthony Davis, like. He came over. He was great, and y'all, you know, they say, of course, you see the talent, and you're like, oh shit, like this guy could be one of the best, one of the greatest ever, one of the best ever. And then it's like, like you said, all of a sudden they try to, they're going to win now mode because they feel like mm-hmm. he gonna be, you know, the the talent is there, but it's like everybody can't, you know, everybody, everybody ain't that that centerpiece. Like, and that don't that don't really take, in my opinion, it don't take away from your greatness. You not being a, you not being the centerpiece because I feel like Anthony Davis he had he had a great finals mm-hmm. you know he of course I think he might have had what two games where he didn't perform the best but I'm like that's the difference like between uh, him and LeBron but then this was also his first finals like that's LeBron you know, in year eight you're talking about eight. everybody no. was the yeah. Heat Dallas series it's like LeBron played like shit there Dirk won talking? that series and he was 14 years into his career. Right, and you you talking about like, uh, you know, you got everybody uh, in the finals debating on all who who gonna win finals MVP, and like even before Anthony Davis had the bad game in game, I think that might have been game three when he had the first game where he didn't. Mm-hmm. It was like, look, just looking at the numbers, I'm like, I don't even like, yeah, Anthony Davis was scoring more points, and you know, of course, he had more rebounds, but I'm like, just watching the games, it ain't no way you feel like Anthony Davis was the finals MVP even. Even beforehand, but it's like you know, you get so many people they just want to go off numbers. I'm like, if you watch the game, like, and that's why I said I felt I felt like LeBron was still the best player on the Lakers this year. I feel like LeBron was the best player in the league this year. Like, but it is just they they equate everything to like big you know big scoring performances too. So like, if LeBron ain't dropping 35 a game like he normally do, you know, you see Anthony Davis dropping 35 and LeBron dropping you know, 23, 24, 25, and 10 or so, or 12 or something like that. And that's like, oh, yeah, LeBron slowing down. Anthony Davis is the best player on the team. Like, no, Anthony Davis is looking like this because LeBron is there. No, that's, that's a fact. <laughs> there's like – That's the easiest 35 points he ever got. There's – um, and that's right now is really the big difference with LeBron is like there's two guys – there's really only LeBron included – for like the best play in the league, I'm only gonna argue like it's not an argument because LeBron's there, he's still there, um, and really Father Time when is gonna knock his ass off that spot. Because um, as good as I think Durant and Kawhi Leonard are, if you tell me it's a team with just them and below average help, and it's a team of LeBron and below average help, I got LeBron and below average help winning that series. KD and Kawhi are just in a spot where I think if. And I do feel like the Clippers, even though they fucked it up, were good enough to beat the Lakers if they met in a seven-game series. And I, because I thought the Clippers roster was better than the Lakers, that was enough of a difference for Kawhi to push over LeBron, even if he's not beating LeBron one-on-one or he's not a better player than LeBron. 
Same thing with Durant. When Durant had clearly the far better team, it's like, of course, Durant's coming out here looking crazy, dropping 35, 40 points a night. Like, do you see who's on this nigga's team? Like, LeBron's not – and no one is to what that Warriors team was. Like, that's the one argument. Like, nigga, no, Mike's not beating that team. I'm sorry. That's how niggas, like, felt when the Heat was for him too, though. Absolutely. No, absolutely. That's, what, that's why I don't feel bad for LeBron because you can't, you can't go swimming and then be upset that you wet. It's like if you're going to go join a super team at one point and then you're going to go even yeah, to even with that, LeBron was never the one complaining, though. No, correct. <laughs> but it's like if if he had, per se, like I didn't feel right. bad for him losing those finals because it's like, yo, my nigga, all they did was take something you did and they, they just did a little bit better. They did it better. That's, yeah. that's it. <laughs> so it's like, and you know, um, Man, I can't wait to watch the Warriors again this year. Shit's niggas, niggas have the Warriors. Niggas got the ESPN got the Warriors as like the seventh best team, and I'm like, y'all at your damn minds. <laughs> like, not, well, you, well, like the seventh best odds, like to win the finals, or they I just know got they doing the. I think I think I was watching somewhere they gave them like the fourth best odds to win the finals. They they're to win the way, title, I should say. They're way too early power rankings. They had them at, se- at six or seven, um, but. I want to see what they do. I want to see what they do with that draft pick, though. That'll be big. I think they're good regardless. I mean, yeah, they can either keep it or I'm like, I mean, if I'm them, I mean, you could flip it for like a – you could flip that pick. And the only – I mean, really, the only way I trade – if I'm the Warriors, the only way I'm trading the pick and Andrew Wiggins together is if it's for – it'd have to be for a Joel Embiid or Giannis. Because I feel like pretty much anybody else, you can you can put a package together with one of them. both. Yeah, no. Because it's like as much as as big a fan of Bradley Bill as I am, is like I'm not giving you Andrew Wiggins and a tie, and a number two pick for Bradley Bill. That's a lot for Bradley for Bradley Bill. As good as he is, I mean, now like if it was yeah. another team where I felt like Bradley Bill was the missing piece, then it's a little bit different. Like if if I'm so say if it was another team with the with the second pick and Andrew Wiggins or something, and I felt like Bradley Bill was that missing piece to get me over the hump, then I might do it. But if I'm the Warriors, I don't give I don't give up both of those for Bradley Bill. Yeah, no, because you have you in a position of strength because like your team, like you you're good in either scenario you get because they good in whoever they get even a draft pick because they could get either Wiseman, which I think Wiseman I would like to see because I'd like to see them with an actual big man who can still play like today's NBA. Um, and I, cause I think that'd be crazy. Cause then you got Steph, Clay, Wiggins, Draymond, and the big man is like, nigga, try like me personally. I'm good. I'm, I'm taking a beat. I'm going to get him beat. I'm, I'm giving them. And I mean, the biggest thing, I mean, I guess the biggest question for him is his health too, though. Like if, so it's like, I, I can understand him not doing that for health reasons, but I'm like, like those, those two and then B would be crazy. Like, cause this would be the first time where they actually have a real presence in the paint. That that yeah. needs to be respected, and like 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 that fucking post and kick would be would be nuts because it's like yeah, all right, either he gonna either be like you talking about Joel and B with the two best shooters ever. <laughs> Yo, hey man, nigga just got blocked. <laughs> you said what? Tony just got blocked trying to make a bet. You <laughs> said he got blocked. Yeah, so nigga, he was bet <laughs> he was bet on the Eagles Giants game, and the nigga said. <laughs> It says at the bottom, like you can no longer send messages. Oh shit! Well, all the guy, uh, 
The guy lost the bet. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, Embiid would be great. If, so if I was Golden State and I got Embiid, um, I dead ass might only tell him like to play sixty games. I might dead ass, like I would keep him on until he shows me otherwise. Like I would keep him on load management. Does he think his health is better? Cause like. Like we joked, well, joke slash half serious conversation. The reason why to not sound like a hypocrite, why I would do that with Embiid versus why I wouldn't do that with Zion is Zion, even if weight's his number one problem, Zion is not the difference in you winning a championship or not. Embiid on the Warriors could be the difference in you winning a championship or not. Right. So, Conditioning him to be ready for the finals is a much different situation than condition. Like Zion's twenty, like right. Zion dead ass could like. I think the Pelicans could be better this year, but like just him, I just want to see him play a full season and just get the experience under his belt and keep improving. And Bede is a championship level top ten player in the league if he's healthy. So, so now I guess the yeah, I mean, yeah, like me personally, I would probably take Embiid over Giannis. I mean, you know this. But that's like if I'm going to state, like I take Giannis over because I can health, get Giannis because of health concerns. Like I'm taking I'm taking Giannis, and you talk and with Giannis, you talking like, Bruh. I feel like I feel like I mean I feel like MB like I don't know man I still feel like he's better than Giannis, but I feel like with Giannis you kind of get a little bit more, like as far as what he what he could kind of bring like because he can handle the ball and he can, you know, help distribute. So like with versus Giannis just being like, I mean, uh, MB being traditional and uh, in the paint big and stuff like that. So I, I feel like that's the difference, but yeah, that's, that's the only way I'm giving up. Like I said, that's the only way I'm giving up that pick and Andrew Wiggins. Yeah. No, I, Cause now, I mean, any other big, like, I mean, if you just want to go get a big man, you can keep Andrew Wiggins and you can go get fucking Nikola Vukovic or some shit. Vukovic or something. You could draft Wiseman. Like, or you could draft, I mean, yeah. But then it's, I guess too, like I said, I, yeah, you know, I don't really follow college like that. I don't know how NBA ready he he is, if, you know, for a team. When you're talking about a team that's trying to get right back to competing for a title, and you know, so I don't know if he'll be able to like step in and and be that big of a difference right away. I so the only so and the Warriors I think are really unique, and I think I think the average fan just doesn't realize how like. Golden State is unique. Not only did they put, like, Hall of Fame talent, like, they were what niggas always said the Spurs could be <laughs> if the Spurs had. Tony and, just sent the text. Oh, was you looking at the text, Tony, I sent? Yeah. Or did you just look at the message? Oh, I thought you went to the message. Oh, no, this is the like, – On Twitter. I ain't see that he sent the text out your my bad. Uh, <laughs> um, is Golden State's system is unique enough where, like, Hephaestus Azili – was like niggas thought, yo, like look how nice he is. Like he could be a real big man for them. W- Wiseman is about five and Festus Azili's. So, is he ready <laughs> to be a quote unquote championship player? That's debatable. But could he be the fifth best player on a, a the the current dynasty of the NBA? Absolutely. Even as a rookie, I think he could do that. Um, but uh, Gian- Giannis on the Warriors would be just unfair. Like just just fucking unfair. Um. Yeah, I don't know what I like. I would. Yeah, I mean, yeah. So it's like I, I go. You know, you go out to get Giannis on the Warriors. Didn't? Was anyone defensive player of the year too? Yeah. No, he would. He he. 
Because then niggas don't want to have the – this is hypothetical. And I love Anthony Davis. And I think Anthony Davis, yes, is a more skilled player than Giannis is right now. But if it's the Western Conference Finals and niggas is playing small ball and AD's my center versus Giannis is my center, bro, AD don't want that. I promise AD don't want – I promise niggas AD don't want that. No, that would be, be a crazy matchup to watch, though. <laughs> that would be a crazy matchup to watch. Fam, the fourth quarter would be the fives going one on one, like doing fucking <laughs> spin move, like from the three point line, like shooting jumpers. Oh, that'll be that'll be AD doing all of that, and you got Giannis just putting his head down and running <laughs> to the basket. That's why, and AD ain't gonna stop him. Like, yeah. that's but that's the thing, and because Giannis on the Warriors, like, and this is the crazy, this is the scary thing about that that possibility. Do niggas realize Giannis doesn't have to get any better to be on to be on the Warriors? Like no, he, he, at this point he just turned into a center. <laughs> that's what. Like ah, uh, no, he can't shoot. Like I, I got the two best shooters ever next to me. I mean, but not only that, but then you start looking at like, damn, like all right, now he he gonna be in practice with the two best shooters ever. So like, damn. And even if you lose Wiggins, throw any nigga. We can go suit up for Golden State and play the three. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, what y'all need me to do? Yeah. Inbound the ball. Yeah. Like, man, I'll just bring Gatorades on the court. I just bought this, like, four Gatorades. Like, hey, come back on defense. I got you, bro. Yeah. Yeah, need me, what y'all need me to do? Make sure, make sure the towels is ready when y'all get back to the locker room. And shit. Hey, niggas gonna run four on five and win 60 games. <laughs> like, fam. Um,. Yeah, no, Golden State going to be crazy next year. Um, who else are we excited for next year? I, I, I'm, like, t- I'm, t- I'm like half and half with the Nets. Like, the Nets, to me, are like a boom and bust team. I think that shit's either going to work fantastically or it's going to blow up in 30 games. It's, it's what the Rockets were, what I thought they were going to be with Chris Paul and James Harden. Like, either this works or this shit, they're going to be fighting 30 games in. And I feel the same way about the Nets. I don't think they're gonna be fighting. I just don't. I don't see it like. I don't see. It, I don't see it being like what everybody expecting it to be. I don't because it's like you know a lot of you know you see, you see like the the amount of like offensive firepower that they got with just like, Katie and Kyrie and then you got Karis Levert and, and shit like that. So they got like a lot of offensive firepower, but it's like I just don't feel like. That's like another team. It's like you get, you feel like they're missing something. You feel like and they, they got and they got and they literally have like they probably got like all the pieces you could possibly need. I feel like because you're talking about they got a they got a they got a paint presence, but like as far as on the defensive side of the ball, two of them with Jared Allen and DeAndre Jordan. Mm-hmm. I forgot the was on that team. You got you got Katie. You got Kyrie. You got. You know, you got a third scorer and Karis LeBron. You got a, a a good backup point guard and Spencer Dinwiddie. It's almost like like if you look at it on paper, like how do you, you look at it? Huh? It's like how do you do they? Yeah, feel- if you look at it on paper, it's almost like they have like like when you talk about like everything that you need to be in position to win. All right, you got you know you got you got paint defense, you got scoring on the perimeter, you got two guys that can get to the paint and score the ball, you got. You know, great rebounders. You know, you got you got two. You got a you know a scorer and you know a third scorer and Karis LeBron, and then a fourth scorer and Spencer Dinwiddie off the bench. You got it's like on paper it seemed like they got everything that they need to kind of 
to make to make it happen. Yeah. Do they feel like what the Clippers were going into this season? Like you just threw two superstars on a team that was quote unquote like tough, well coached, but clearly lacked star power. Or do you think they're better than what the Clippers were? I don't feel like they're better than what the Clippers were. Like I feel like I feel like that team might be more talented, but I feel like the Clippers had I feel like just like top to bottom, I feel like the Clippers had like a team when you look at it, you just feel like that works. The the Nets have a team where it's like you the talent is there, but you don't know if it works. Mm-hmm. The Clippers is like, like I said, you know, yeah, the talent is there too. I feel like the Nets are more talented, but it's like on paper, it just looked like the Clippers team will work together. No, that's fair. Um, at least that, you know, that's just, that's what I get. Like, you know, and I'm saying like just on paper from both sides, like, you know, when we were looking at both from the offseason, because it was like, when when I when 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 everything came out with the Clippers and PG and Kawhi and all that stuff, I'm like, oh, that you know that fit. Like looking at it, I'm like, all right, that fit. You know, you got you got somebody in you you got a great score in PG, and you know who we know. I right, he don't always he might not always show up when you need him the most, but you got somebody in Kawhi that can close out the game. You got you know you got somebody you know you got the defensive presence of because. I think I think in two because they both like they, they like two maybe two of the best if not the two best two way wings, uh, you yeah, know I mean, two, two of the best. Yeah, two, uh, you I know. was like I'm not gonna uh, Clay deserves to be in that conversation. No, for sure. That's what, so two two of the best two way wings. Then you got like, you know, you got the the defensive point guard and Patrick Beverly. You got the firepower off the bench with Lou Will. You got. Montrez Harrell. Montrez Harrell. You, so you got yeah. – so it's like I, I just felt like everything – I felt like it – like on paper it just felt like they would all – it would just click. Mix. Yeah. yeah. So like – and like I said with the Nets, it's like they got a lot of talent there. It's like looking at it on paper, you're like, you're like all right, everything you need is there. But it's like, all right, how well will it mix together? That's a fumble bag. The Clippers are like – even now as you like – as you like – if you had told me again, like – the Clippers never did that last offseason. And let's say this offseason, like Paul George and Kawhi Leonard went there, and this is the first year, I would feel like that's – with Golden State coming back, like that's one of the two best teams in the West. Like that just sounds like it's supposed to be a title team or a like legitimate Western Conference Finals team. That's crazy. Um, who else looks excited for next year? Yo, Mike D'Antoni's really about to not have a job. Like this nigga thought everybody was gonna be calling him. He was going. He's, he's like, I, right, I'm gonna just leave the Rockets. Somebody gonna be here. There's only one head coaching job left, and Mike D'Antoni and OKC don't even sound right. Like, I, no. Chris I, Paul, I'd be happy with Chris Paul. <laughs> Chris Paul up out of there. <laughs> like, so I'm like, Mike D'Antoni's dead ass gonna go from a coach of the year, like, not innovative offense because we've seen this for a while, but like. Like, they were talking about, yo, can this small ball lineup win or the way they play, like, can that really win a title? And it's like him and Darren Moore about to both not be in the league next year. I think – I think Mike D'Antoni will get a job. I don't know where. I think it will be a young team. Uh, and I wouldn't I wouldn't mind seeing Mike, D, Mike D'Antoni on a young – you know, coaching a young team either, though, like a young team that – that running gun style, like it might not, you know, because 
Y'all keep giving Mike D'Antoni jobs where, where like these teams are supposed to be like contenders and shit. Mike D'Antoni ain't gonna win you no championships. So send him somewhere where he can make it exciting. You know, a young, a young up and coming team that's just going, you know, they're gonna run, they're gonna run up and down like a like a. Well, yeah, because Sacramento they still got their same coach, right? Like David yeah. Yeager or some shit. Mm-hmm. Like a team like that, like you know, or a team like uh, the Hawks or something like that, like. Team, like like Dan Tony on a team like that would be crazy. Because you're gonna bring you're gonna bring excitement to a to a to a city that's like been accustomed to being at the bottom. <laughs> and then, you know, then they go from there. Like he he a good like he he a good coach. Like he he ain't a bad coach. He's just not a championship coach. You know he's he's definitely got the um like if Mike D'Antoni's your coach, like you're gonna be in the playoffs. I think that part he's got like he is he's in that tier of head coaches. Um it's just interesting because it's like, if you're an owner or a general manager, you're like, I do I think I have a team that's better than Harden and Chris Paul or Harden, Westbrook, Capel? Like, if you couldn't win with these guys and you got two MVPs on your team, like, that was my that was my issue with um, when he was supposedly linked or he got an interview with the Pelicans. I'm like, the, as of right now, no one stands to be James Harden. No one stands to be Russell Westbrook. Clint Capella, you could argue, yeah, right, someone could turn into him. Um, like, is he going to – like, does he just give you, like, the flashy numbers and, like, all right, cool. If Mike D'Antoni's your coach, then, yeah, Brandon Ingram – if Mike D'Antoni's his coach, Brandon Ingram going to score 25. But I don't know if Brandon Ingram's going to necessarily be a better player or be the kind of player James Harden was. Right, no, and that's why it, it, it has to be – it have, that's why I've said, like, it need to be a team, like, I mean, it honestly got to be a team with that ain't won shit and don't have no real intentions of winning shit. Yeah. Like, I mean, of course, every team, you know, they want to tell you they they plan on competing for a title one day, but it's like a certain team is like when you look at the team and it's like, all right, John motherfuckers been in the lottery, like, forever. Yeah. Like I said, like, you know, I mean, of course, like I know the Kings made the playoffs a few years ago and shit. Didn't they, didn't they make or did they not make, did they not get in? I know they they've been close like the last two years, but I don't think they've, I don't think De'Aaron Fox has been to the playoffs. I don't think I could be wrong, but I don't think he's been to the playoffs. Well, like it might have been two years ago, but maybe not. I could be, I think, I think I might be wrong. But, uh, but just a team, a team where it's like, they ain't, you know, like I said, they ain't really, they ain't really competing for shit. They and he just get over there and he, he make it interesting for the fans of that team. You know, nah. versus like, you know, you talking about a team that like, you know, they just used to their team being ass. <laughs> so it's like, you know, you make it interesting for the city. You bring some money in. No, that's I agree with that as well. Um, that's another reason why, like, I think he's in an awkward spot because. If you're one of those teams and you think like I I have like if you are a team like Sacramento New Orleans, right? And you're thinking, all right, we got two or three guys that we are like we're convinced of are really good players, they're gonna be good players, super young, build them up. Um, but we're not like we think we could make the playoffs, but we think we could also be more than just exciting. Like we think, all right, if these guys hit like Sacramento thinks or believes and they should, like if De'Aaron Fox and Buddy Healed and um even though I know Buddy Heald said, fuck Luke Wallen. Um, Luke Wallen still got a job. Marvin Bagley. Yeah, Marvin Bagley. Like, if those three guys hit and they're, like, all-star level players, 
then the king's expectations turned from all right we could be more than just exciting uh same thing with the pelicans if ingram zion and lonzo all hit then it's more than just wanting to be exciting um whereas i think if you have a team like the hawks while the hawks will also feel like that i think they probably feel like they're a little farther away like if like they just had the second worst record in the league like if they or third worst i'm sorry 20 wins um if they got up to almost playoffs and then like in two years they were in the playoffs and then the third year they won like a series that's a more realistic timeline for them and that's where i think the antonio be a perfect fit but i don't even know who the hawks coach is right now i don't think um who the fuck is the hawks coach that's who coaches the atlanta hawks um i feel like see, this is where we need tony tony would know this shit Tony's like second favorite team is the Hawks. Oh, oh, of course. It's Lloyd, Lloyd Pierce. Pierce. <laughs> the great. Hey. <laughs> um. Oh shit. I got about oh, Yeah, I mean, yeah, he could co- he could coach like a fucking he could coach a team like uh like the Hornets. The Hornets would work. Yeah. Uh he could coach a team like the Magic. Even though the magic got somehow keep creeping into the playoffs. <laughs> hey man, but look. he could coach a team. He could coach a team like the Magic. Don't isn't um. I ain't gonna lie. Like, I know, I know. Like Washington got like bigger aspirations, but him and Washington would be crazy. <laughs> yeah, like, that running gust with like John Wall and Bradley Bill would probably be nuts. Bro, if you look up the Orlando Magic. The first two things that pop up is Jameer Nelson and Dwight Howard. <laughs> like, oh shit, the goats! Like Jameer Nelson's got a coach. Uh, he just got a coaching position at uh, a junior college, I think. Shout shout out to him. Shout out to Jameer, man. Um, before we head out here, um, got a couple minutes left. Um, what the fuck was it? I think I just had it. There's one more NBA shit I wanted to get to. Um. Oh, that was it. Uh, on the power rankings. So, and I don't know where you think the Heat fit in, but they had the ESPN had the Heat as the number nine team, and I believe they were fifth in the East or fourth. I think the fourth East East team. I think they had the Bucks ahead of them. They had um, uh, where the fuck is it? Let me pull. Yeah, the Bucks were ahead of them. The Raptors were ahead of them. The Celtics were ahead of them, and the Sixers were ahead of them. And they were just barely edged out the net two or ten. So they had them as the fourth best team in the East. Um do you feel like like do you feel like the Heat was just a run, or do you feel like the Heat, this is who they are? Even if they're not the finals every year, but they are one of the best teams in the East. When it comes down to the playoffs, I don't think as presently constructed, I don't think the Bucks or the Sixers can be the Heat. You know I love Joel Embiid. Do you think? Do you think Doc? I I think this is an awkward fit. Do you think Doc Rivers works with the Sixers? Um, I think Doc Rivers are gonna make. I think I think I think Doc Rivers is gonna make it work. I don't, I, I mean, as far as like, I feel like he need to. I feel like he need to bring. They need something else. They need perimeter scoring. And I think if he could bring in Bradley Beal. <laughs> really hot on this Bradley Beal topic. Yeah, man, niggas, niggas got a problem on their hand if you can bring in Bradley Beal. 
It would be nice. Hey, Reddit keeps saying on this podcast, which I'm like, I like the confidence, but at the same time, I'm like, Nick, you play for a different team now. He keeps talking about, yo, Sixers would have won it if they had me still. If I was still he, on the he Sixers. Keeps saying, he keeps saying they shouldn't have let him and Jimmy go. <laughs> like, bro, that's – see, that's the other part where I'm like, the Sixers are – they had a chance to do um, – and, yeah, it'd be a lot of money in the luxury tax. But they could have done what the Warriors did, which is like, yo, we got four stars. We'll keep paying these niggas because even if we got to pay an extra $20, $30 million in taxes, if we keep going to the finals every fucking year – that shit pays for itself. And they could have dead-ass kept Simmons, Butler, Embiid, and, like, they kept Harris, man. They kept Tobias. And I'm they like... Nut, they nuts for keeping Tobias Harris over Jimmy Butler. Oh. And I fuck with Tobias Harris, but it's like, I mean, Tobias Harris is kind of showing everybody that, like, he ain't what they thought he was. And I think he's a good player. Yeah, he's just not no, a... I don't think... I don't think you keep him over Jimmy. Definitely. Even not. before, even speaking before now, like, I mean, even at the time, like, you know, because of course a lot of people are going to be higher on Jimmy because of the, the, the finals. finals and the playoff run or whatever. But it's like, even at the time, like, there was no reason where you, I mean, unless, I mean, the only thing I can see is if a lot of people really said Jimmy Butler was the locker room problem that they say he was. But from what it, from what it seemed like on, J, on JJ Reddick's podcast, like, the players didn't really feel like that about him as far as, like, the locker room issues. I love the fact that um, – and JJ's not the only one that's doing it. He's just the only one I'm listening to at the moment. But I love uh, the players that are getting into media, like, while they're actively playing and essentially, like, debunking and calling, like, media people out, like, and to be like, yo, that's full oh, yeah. shit. Like, we ain't ever <laughs> – like, like, they keep saying, like, I'm beefing with homie. And I'm like, nah, he cool. Like, he was just at my house yesterday. Like, <laughs> Yeah, um, I like that. And then you got niggas like Kendrick Perkins who turned media and turned, man, man, look. Kendrick Perkins is a nut. <laughs> hey, them clutch paychecks pay nice though, I bet. Um, <laughs> hey, man, with that being said, um, it was good to get back in here and record. Uh, I can hear in the background, you got some dad of the year type shit to attend to. I think the nap is yeah. over. No, so, yeah, so we're we going to let y'all go. Uh, we should be back next week. Appreciate y'all for tuning in. Don't forget to check out the socials at I talk a lot 9080 at Will Bell underscore NVO at Network. Oh, real quick, last note before we go. Be careful. Be careful, everybody out there. Be careful about who you give the Twitter password to. Because niggas will get on the Twitter account <laughs> and start talking some shit. And they'll be like, yo, what you mean that was me? That shit is crazy. <laughs> Fam, look. And I dead ass thought it was Tony the whole fucking day. And then Tony tweeted like 9 o'clock at night like, hey, just so you know, that wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> what did he say? Hey, man, look. What was, Tony, the, what was the original tweet? Hey, to, someone went on the Heartfelt Network Twitter, started talking shit because they was like, my girl hyped me up. She was like, oh, family loves him. And he was, and he was dancing, all this shit. And someone on there tweeting a little meat caption like, yo, we know that's Cap. And, of course, <laughs> I just thought it was Tony. And I was like, oh, this, this, this right up Tony's alley. Fucked up part is Tony ain't even, like, tell me that it wasn't him. He just apologized to my girl. He was like, hey, yo, just so you know, <laughs> that wasn't me. I'm like, bro, what the fuck? <laughs> Damn, look. Hey, be careful who y'all give the Twitter passages out to them, man. It's dangerous out here. <laughs> yeah, man. We're going to have to find that nigga named Thaddeus. Because <laughs> any other time, that's who's taking the blame for shit. <laughs>
we're gonna need, we're gonna need to find a replacement. Hey, shout out, shout out. Right, so, 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 that is count your fucking days, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, we out. We're gonna catch y'all next time.